Yes, how's everybody doing today? Um, glad that you're here. Go ahead and put in the comment box. Let me know how your day's going. Let me know um, how you're feeling. Um, let me know if you have any any good news, any good news to share. Um, this week, last week, um, lots of breakthroughs. A lot of you guys are wholesaling properties, getting properties under contract, um, winning properties at the auction. And so we'll talk a, a little bit about all of those things. Um, so, all right. So um, Keith Bennett is in the house. Hey, Dietrich, um, Iris, Clinton, uh, Swan. All right. All right. So let's go. So let's have some fun today. I got a few questions I'll answer, um, but I want tonight <clears throat> to be interactive. I want you guys to um, respond back to me as, as we go through this. Um, so I want it to be, you know, I interactive. I want you guys to play a role, but let's, let's learn. But, uh, um, hey, May, but um, let's take action, though. I, I need to see more of you guys taking action, more of you guys winning. I was out with my uh, coaching students, um, platinum coaching students on Saturday. We were up at two of my uh, properties in, in Baltimore, and it was, and it was really enlightening. Um, I, I will say that <clears throat> for the coaching students, um, my intention on those properties in Baltimore that I showed, I've got two on the same um, street um, in the same block, about two doors away from each other. I was able to buy them at the same time from the same owner. My intentions were to um, flip those properties. So I put real hardwood floors in. Um, you know, I renovated that property like I was going to flip it. The coaching students said to me, most of them, it was kind of unanimous, you should hold on to these properties. So as I drove away, I said, you know what, they're right. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and hold on to these properties. So I'm going to hold them. And I don't regret um, the way I finished the properties. I put in um, an HVAC system. Um, like I said, new, uh, brand new, real hardwood floors in instead of like tile or laminate. Um, like I do some some of my um, some of my rentals, and so I'm going to hold on to it. And so I came back um, home and and looked at the comps, and I paid um, thirty five thousand a piece for these two properties. I probably put in um, about thirty five thousand in, in rehab on each. So I'm seventy thousand dollars in on each, all in seventy thousand um, dollars for each property. Rental comps I thought was sixteen hundred, and they probably are, but the comps I saw were about 1500 And so if I were to get one loan, let's say for one, 140 if I was to get one loan for 140 my payment with the interest rates now, the property taxes in Baltimore are really low. So my payment is probably going to be close to $1,000. And so between the two properties, I'm going to get one loan. And... I'll probably um, my my payment between with the one loan between the two properties is going to be probably around a thousand dollars. I looked that up, but my payment per property is fifteen hundred, three thousand um, dollars between the two, and so by holding on to the property, I should make about um, two thousand dollars a month in positive cash flow, which is wonderful cash flow. And so I think I'm going to do that. So I paid cash for the property and for the renovation. Uh, I'll be going up there again tomorrow <clears throat> to, um, to, to finish. We're going to finish that property this week. So I'm meeting my contractors up there. Um, we've got to get a lead, a lead test done. And then we'll, the city will come out and inspect it. I'll rent it out Section 8. Uh, once I rent it out, I will refinance, get all, all of my money back, the, the 140, and then use that money to put on another property. That's the Burr method. So I'm using the Burr method, buy the property right, um, renovate the property. I mean, buy the property right, yeah, renovate the property, rent the property out, refinance, and then uh, repeat that process. So that's what I'm going to do on that. And so I guess the moral of the story is, you guys, we learn from each other. And so 
you guys gave me a lot of good feedback, those that were there Saturday. You gave me a, um, a lot of feedback. And so I'm going to take heat. So I'll, I'll go ahead and rent those properties out. So I, I really appreciate it. Lauren Jones is here. Hey, Lauren. Karen. Um, let's see. Iris. I think I hollered at Iris already. All right. So let's let's start the questions. So we have um, we've got a few questions. Um, I did I did get a question about the Mayo formula. And and one of the questions about the Mayo formula is, um, do you ever go above the formula? So do you ever go? So we generally stick to 70 percent of the after repair value minus repair costs um, for a cash buyer and for someone who's buying and holding 65 um, percent of the after repair value minus repair costs for a wholesaler. Auction properties, I'd rather you guys start at 60%. Question is, um, is there any time that we go above, let's say 75%? And so he here's the answer to that. I think, um, I thought Lauren asked that question, but maybe not. Um, let's see, Karen, was it Karen? It, it doesn't matter. Um, there, there are times, no, Rashida, I'm sorry, Rashida asked the question. Um, there, there are times where I may go above on a higher priced property. I may go a little above um, on a higher priced property. Let, let, let's say that the after repair, yeah, Rashida, and let's say the after repair value, let's say it's 300, is um, 800,000. So after repair value is 800,000. Um, and so 70%, so on 800,000, the profit should be about 20%. So the profit on 800,000 should be about 160,000. Um, sometimes I'll go up to 70% and that might reduce my profit, let's say from, from, 100 and, um, from 160 to closer to 100,000 or 120,000. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to make 120,000. Ordinarily I would make 160. Maybe at 75%, um, that's another 5%, 40. Yeah, so so that's 120. So yeah, I'm happy to make 120. So sometimes, Rashida, on higher price properties, I may go up to 75%. But as a rule of thumb, do your numbers, do your numbers right. Um, I, I wouldn't advise going above. Try to stick to that Mayo formula. Um, but on higher price, I may go up. And so um, also on using the Mayo formula, I got another question today, earlier today. How do you calculate repair cost if, um, you know, if you're a newbie or you don't have a contractor going through the property? Um, the way I do it, and I, you know, I've got over 20 years experience, really over 30 years of experience. I bought my first property in um, 86. Um, take 20% of the, um, yeah, take 20% of the after repair value um, and use that as your repair cost as well. And so if we, if we, if it's 70% of the after repair value minus repair costs, um, of this, uh, of that, uh, of that 70%, 20%, 30% is less, is, is left, 20% of that is, is profit. And then we're going to use, generally speaking, I use 20% um, for my repair costs. So just keep that in mind, you guys. Keep that in mind. Um, and then when we're wholesaling, we take 65% of the after repair value minus repair costs. All right. All right. So um, so those those were some of the questions that came in. You guys put in the put in the comment box. Um, when we're financing, now I've, I've already talked about the Burr method. I'll refinance into until into a um, a permanent loan on on these two properties in Baltimore. I'll just get one loan. Um, I'll use my line of credit because that's permanent financing. Um, when you're financing long term, like a rental property, um, hard money is not long term. Now I have used hard money um, to purchase a property that was long-term, but 
once I, I, I uh, used a hard money lender, um, bought the property, renovated the property, rented the property out. And then in six months, I refinanced out of that hard money loan into permanent financing, my line of credit. And so uh, other than using your line of credit, um, what are some other ways? Put in the chat box for me or in the comment section. What are some other ways? I just mentioned some. But what are some other ways to finance your deals, whether you're buying and holding, whether you're fixing and flipping? What are some ways to finance? And what are some of the ways that you guys are going to use to finance some of your deals? One of my goals for you guys this year is to buy and hold at least one property. And so put in the comment section, financing. What are some of the ways you guys are going to finance um, your deals this year? Put, put in the comment box. Let, let me know. Let's talk about financing for a minute. And while you guys are putting that in the comment box, and I think I probably mentioned this last week, probably mentioned this the week before, you've got to start working on your credit. Let's start working on your credit. HELOC, okay, um, home equity line of credit. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I had a conversation with one of my um, lifelong friends. He lives in Atlanta now, called me on Sunday. And he said um, he owes about 150000 on his house. He can take out a HELOC at $300,000, um, but he's only paying on the one fifty that that he owes. And then if he uses that, he'll 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 pay for more. And so he's thinking about a, a HELOC. And so he HELOCs are good. HELOCs are good. So Gary said HELOC um, or somebody else's. He said mine or somebody else's. Good. And so here's why Gary said a HELOC, home equity line of credit or my money or somebody else's money or my HELOC or somebody else's is because you guys listen to this. We've got to start joint venturing. We've got to start doing deals together or using other people's money to build our wealth. So when we talk about financing, we're not always talking about us, us getting a loan for ourselves, partnering, like Crystal just said, partnering with other people using their HELOC, using their um, solo 401k or self-directed IRA, using their, their cash, retirement fund, 401k, using other people's money. Keith said subject to. And so um, I'm going to be talking about at noon tomorrow, um, both here on, on the YouTube channel um, and, and live on Facebook, um, so, uh, creative financing at noon, noon tomorrow, right here. Uh, I'll be talking about creative financing. And subject two is one of the ones I'll be talking about. Um, keeping that mortgage on the property. Uh, one of my favorite ways to finance deals. I mean, I look to do a subject two before when I look at a property, first thing I think of is, you know, can I keep that mortgage on the property while I'm renovating the property? It's the first thing I think about. Um, is it a scenario where I can do that? And if not, it's fine. I'll, you know, I'll use line of credit, hard money, whatever. But that's the first thing. Is it a scenario where I can use, where I can leave that mortgage on the property, bring that mortgage current if the numbers work, and then make payments until I renovate the property and then sell it? So that's subject to. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Seller financing. I'll definitely talk all, all of these ways that you guys are coming up with. I'm going to be talking about tomorrow using letting the seller be the bank so I don't have to go out and um, get a loan. And so I've done a lot of seller financing, um, partnering. A lot of you guys put partnering. Okay, good. Hard money. Um, hard money lenders are my friends. I just, I have got a property in uh, Brentwood now, Northeast DC, and I've got a hard money loan on that one, plus a private lender. Uh, put up the closing cost money and the first and the first draw money, and so private lenders. I think some of you guys may have put, yeah, Eric put private private money, and so I got a private lender um, giving him ten percent, paying him back his money plus the ten percent once I sell the property. So I'm not making any monthly monthly payments to my private lender um, to my private money, and the hard money lender that I use, I don't make monthly payments. So. Those are the ways we finance. And so you guys put all the different ways to finance um, 
Dana's saying buy and hold with um, standard a standard mortgage. So on a buy and hold, yes, you can go to a Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Um, I would prefer you to use a community bank and get a line of credit. But yes, you can get standard financing. And so you guys, I want you guys to start thinking about that. I want you guys to start thinking about putting yourself in a position to get financing. I, I know Gary, Gary McKeithen, um, he's got his financing, his credit. He knows where he's going to get his money. So when he finds a deal, he's ready. And so I don't want you guys to wait until you find a deal to get ready for your financing. Get ready now while you're wholesaling, while you're flipping, start getting ready. And what does getting ready mean? It means saving your money. It means really working on your credit. Um, getting lines of credit is, is so important. You've got to get lines of credit. Um, so you've got to work on your credit. You've got to do all these types of things so that when an opportunity presents itself, you guys can hop right on it. Also, Dana's saying he's planning on using a line of credit for his next buy and hold. And so I, I try to stay ready. Um, I try to stay ready whether or not I'm doing multiple deals or not. I try to stay ready. I've got a a really good buddy of mine who I, I, I've got a property that I was wholesaling. The financing from that cash buyer was falling through and called my buddy. He said, I can close tomorrow. He was ready. And he's got his money. Um, he's got his money in a solo 401k. Um, he just has, he just has cash. And so get ready. You guys, you just never know when an opportunity will present itself. And even if you're a newbie, even if you're a newbie, sometimes having money makes you a player. Um, I've done plenty of deals where I did joint venture, JV um, deals with other investors. Some, some of you guys I've done deals with where I, I found the deal. I used my contractors. I managed the whole project and my JV partner put up all the money. They got the financing. Um, they they got they put the cash down for closing costs and get started with the first month's draw. And we split, in some cases, we split the um, profits 50-50. Some cases, it was a 60-40 split if they were kind of, which is fine, kind of absentee from the project, um, but just put up their money, uh, but wanted to be a partner. They put it, put it all up, but they just was too busy to come help me manage or even come check on the property. And so we split the profits 60-40. Um, uh, they were very happy with that. Very happy with that. And so get yourself ready for financing, you guys, whether you're flipping, holding, uh, whatever that is, get yourself ready for financing. All right, that's enough about financing. Um, let, let's talk really, really quickly. Put your goals. I know we talked about goals back in January, but Put in the comment section, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Dana says he wants to buy and hold and use a line of credit. Um, what are your goals? What are your 2021 goals? What do you want to do? Uh, put your goals in the, in the comment section. What do you guys want to do this year? Um, put that down. Put down your goals. Uh, what do you want? What do you expect? What are you working for? Why are you here? Uh, Mr. Bowman, what's up, Jason? Um, he wants to fix his credit um, to a 720. That's a good goal. I wasn't expecting that, but that's a good goal. And so here's the thing about goals. And, and, and um, Angelica, thank you for that. You guys, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, that's Charbita. You got to put your goals out in the universe. Put it in the universe. You never know who can help you. Put it in the universe. Put it in the universe. Let people know. Don't keep it hidden. Don't keep your goals a secret because if you keep your goals a secret, um, you just never know who can help you achieve that goal. It, it's a tougher hill to climb. And so when I have my goals, you know, I tell people what my goals are because you just never know. And then sometimes um, by me helping you achieve your goals, I'm also helping myself achieve my goals. And so um, 
Uh, Lauren wants a, a, um, a four-unit building. Good. Um, Allison, one flip and three three wholesales. Good. She's got, already got a flip going on. Um, can I scroll down on this? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I can. Okay, good. Jane says, I'm a buy and hold. Um, we've got Charvita, Allison, Donnell. Hey, Donnell. Donnell says, um, buy at least two properties to hold. Okay. Mike Posey, buy and hold with cash and a line of credit. All right. You got to start working on your credit. Um, but Mike, I'm sure your, your credit is already fine. Buy and hold. Um, oh, so Lorraine wants a retirement home. Okay, good. Andre, wholesale multiple deals and start fixing and um, flipping and buying and holding. Okay, good. Good. Tori, um, close three wholesale deals. Okay, good. Close three wholesale deals. Tori was up in, in Baltimore. And so Tori and, and Clinton and, and, and Allison and a, a few, Keith, um, those that those that were there Saturday, that's a good area to wholesale. I mean, obviously, it's good to buy and hold. Um, I don't know if you guys are out there, but lady across the street, um, somebody called me over to her. Her, she was walking her dog, and I guess she had seen me come out, seen me back and forth the last few months, and she she told me that she's going to be selling her house, so I I can possibly have three buy and holds on the same block, on the same street. But that's a good area of Baltimore. Hopefully, as you guys are driving through Baltimore, you're writing down some addresses because there's a lot of investors that want Baltimore. If you're a wholesaling, Tory wants to wholesale three, that's a great area right there to wholesale. Um, Keith said, purchase Baltimore properties. Um, um, okay. And so Keith fell in love with those houses. Keith said, I can live in those houses uh, that we looked at. Um, Demille, uh, fix and flip and buy and hold this year using the Burr method. Uh, Gary Ross, I want to pay off. Um, Gary wants to pay off his consumer debt. Okay. So, Gary, I don't know if I agree with you on paying off your consumer debt. Definitely pay it down, though. Definitely pay it down to increase your credit score. You don't necessarily have to pay it off, and definitely, um, unless it's not a credit card, that don't you know we're not paying off credit cards because that's good credit. And so we want to save some money to invest. We definitely got to pay down some debt in order to increase our credit score, but maybe not all the way off, depending on your circumstance. All right. Um, Clinton's, Clinton wants to buy and hold. Okay, good. Um, Yvette, 15 flips. Okay, Yvette. Tanja, to get um, three-plus wholesale deals. You guys can do it. Lauren, you can do it. DJ, you can do it. Erica, consistent. Definitely. home as soon guys can do it Michelle you can do it Greg you can do it um all right so look you guys so we know what the goal is here here's part of my concern my concern is that you're not hungry enough. You're not hungry enough to actually take action every day to achieve your goal. Yeah, I, I know, Clinton. I don't know what's hopefully. Back and forth, but I, I, I hope that you guys can hear me. Um. I want you guys to be hungry, take action. Um, put your goals in your subconscious. Think about it every day, especially at night before you go to bed. Think about your goals. So you can so it's in deep into your subconscious. So you 
So you fall asleep thinking about it. That, that really puts it into your subconscious. Put in the comment box, what's your why? What's your motivation? Why, why do you want to achieve these goals? Why are you going to work hard to achieve these goals? What's going to get you out of bed early? What's going to get you working on the weekends? What's going to get you staying up late at night, working seven days a week to achieve your goals? What's your big why? What's your big why? Put in the comment section. Um, what's your big why? So Sharvita is saying freedom. She wants freedom. And so put in the comment box. Um, she wants to travel. So she wants freedom and she wants to travel. What's your big why? What's your big goal, you guys? Um, what are the goals? I had one of my big whys was to get my daughter out of college without any student loan debt. Did that in May. So now I've moved on to other goals. Now, most of my goals are primarily um, geared towards retirement, having a great retirement. What are your goals? Legacy to leave. To leave um, Jason said options as well as generational wealth. Um, Clinton is saying Allison financial freedom, um, legacy, generational wealth. Okay, I mean that basically says it all. Legacy. Tanja said legacy. Uh, retire from her W two job early. Financial freedom. Jane is saying uh, pay for her child's education. That that was big for me, as well as retirement. Keep the same retirement. So Jane, you want to move to Florida? I do too. I want to, I want a retirement home in Florida as well. Jane, I, I checked the weather on my phone. I believe it or not, I checked the weather. This is how bad I want to move to Florida. I check the weather in Florida every single day. I'll say to myself, it's 30 degrees here. I, wa I wonder what the weather's like in Florida. And so I'll check different areas like Orlando. I like that Orlando, Tampa, Tampa area. I check the weather every day. And so that's a big goal of mine to, to get a, a home there. Um, Eric wants self-fulfillment, send his kids to college, um, buy, his, uh, buy his wife her house and pay it off in cash. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jane, I'm with you, Jane. Um, Rashida is saying generational wealth, um, kids' edu education. It's just a great feeling, you guys. Um, oh, Jane wants Tallahassee. I like Tallahassee. I've been there. Um, I think that's where Florida State is. So I, I've been to a graduation there. Um, it's just a great feeling to have a big goal, know what your why is, and then achieve that why. Work hard because... Everything that you guys have just put down in terms of your goals, it's, it's not easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. It's not easy. But to know what your goals are, to have your big why, and to achieve it is um, really almost like a lifelong dream. But then once you achieve it, now it's time to um, make, set another goal. Time to set another goal. <laughs> So, so May wants to be uh, May. You can you can be my real estate agent, Tammy. Uh, Tammy's licensed in Florida too, and so May definitely you can be my real. Estate. I'll find a property and we'll just put it in your name. I look on Zillow all the time for properties, and so so one of my big whys is to have a retirement home. I don't I don't know permanent. I don't know if it's going to be retirement home. I don't know if it's going to be Airbnb, but it's definitely a place where I want to go whenever I want to go. Snowbird. You know, being in Florida during the winter months, and and because I, I love it up here, here during the spring and summer um, would be ideal. And so I look, I, I look on Zillow and other places um, all the time, every week. But it keeps me going. Like I, I have to look at those things and dream um, about being there. And I talk about it to to you know people around me. And that's how you guys have to be with your with your big whys. Um, you've got to put it out there. Jane, you got to talk about Tallahassee. Jane, you need to know what the weather is right now in Tallahassee. Right now, Jane, put in the comment box, what's the weather like in Tallahassee? You got to own it. What's it like? What's it like right now? 
Um, what are the section, sections of town? Where do you want to live in Tallahassee? Um, you guys got to know these things. Put it in your subconscious. Dream about it and then work hard to achieve it. And that just really keeps you focused. It's all about manifesting what you want. And it's all about that mindset. You've got to have that mindset to achieve anything you want. If you want residual income, if you want to retire with a great retirement plan, let's start the process. But it's something that you've got to think about. It has to be ingrained in you um, so you think about it on a daily basis. Though A lot of you guys talked about wanting to wholesale. And so where are my wholesalers? Put in the comment box, what are some of the things that you need or need to do? Or let's talk about tools, people. What do you need or need to do to be a wholesaler? Put in the, put in the comment box. Um, oh, okay. So, so look, Sharnita is saying it's in the 70s. Okay. It's in the 70s. Okay, good. Good. It's in the 70s in Florida. Um, wholesaling. What do you guys need? Don't just say that you're a wholesaler. What do you need to be a wholesaler? <laughs> Jason, she, she, she beat you to it, Jason. She beat you to it. I don't know what Jane is doing. Jane, just Google it. All right. Put in the comment box. Those, are, those of you who want to be a wholesaler, what do you need? <clears throat> All right. So Clinton is saying be automated. Um, Clinton, be more specific. Um, Tanja, she says leads. Um, Tanja, be more specific. What type of leads and how are you going to get the lead? All right. So DJ, um, he's saying... Going driving for dollars, getting prop stream, good. Um, looking for properties, the wholesale, you need that. You need deals. How are you going to get the deals? All right, Mojo Dollar, great. You need Mojo Dollar, you need that automation. Uh, Donnell, good Donnell, cash buyers, Dietrich, cash buyers, buyers list. You guys need cash buyers. Um, Sharvita and the rest of you guys, you're cash buyers. Let's come up with a cash buyers list. Jane says, sorry, I couldn't find the screen multiple multitasking. Oh, she says it's in the 60s right now. Uh, still better than here in the 60s right now in um, Tallahassee. Driving for dollars. Um, out of BC, motivated sellers. You've got to be able to find motivated sellers. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do, you guys. Those of you... Lauren is saying um, to get the mail formula down pat. So you're going to get it down pat. Don't worry about it, Lauren. I'm going to go over it one more time um, before, we, we, before we get out of here. Those of you who are cash buyers, put your name. Let's just make it real simple, real simple. Put your name and your email address in the comment section. <coughs> name and email address, those of you who are cash buyers. Name and email address. I'm going to write them down too. We're going to build us a cash buyers list really quickly. I knew Charvita, you're going to do more than your name and your and your email address, but that's okay. All right, so we've got Charvita. Who else? Who else are our cash buyers? Anybody else? Michelle, Michelle Wiggins, you guys. So Michelle Wiggins. All right, anybody else? Lynn, Lindsay. All right, hey, Lynn. So put Lynn's information down, her email address. Uh, Billy, Billy Mathis. Hey, Billy. All right, put Billy's information. Good. Lauren. Lauren Jones. We keeping up with the Joneses. All right, Lauren Jones. Who else? Any other cash buyers? Yvette. All right, Yvette. All right, so we have a lot. All right, so we're building within you guys, within Dana. Write down their information. Sandra Biddle. Hey, Sandra. Um, within our own organization, I mean, this is... I've got Dana, I've got Charvita, 
Um, I've got uh, Michelle, Lynn, Billy Mathis, Lauren Jones, and Yvette. That's enough. I also include myself, you guys. Um, absolutely. Look, look at look at Jane. Let's let's partner, Michelle Wiggins. That's how we start. That's how we do it. Hopefully everybody sees it. I'm 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 looking at the list. DJ saying he doesn't see this. Oh, they, you guys can't see it. Okay. All right. So. All right. Let me show it. Let me show it. Let me show it. All right. So this is. Um, all right. So that's Andre Cooper. You guys. I'm gonna go fast because I, I don't want this to take up a lot a lot of time. But I'm going to go ahead and write these down. Um, or Swan, if you could write these down. So that's Andre Cooper. This is um, Dana. And so this is Dana's information. So we got Andre Cooper. We've got um, Dana. Uh, let's see who else do we have. We have Yvette. Here's Yvette's information. Um, here's Lauren's information. Mike Posey's information. I know I'm going fast, you guys. I'm going to send you the list. Uh, Billy Mathis information. Here's Lynn. And Michelle. I, I may have missed someone. I, I apologize. Uh, I may have missed someone. Okay. Clinton is saying you still can't see. Um, But let's just move on. Let's just move on because we're starting to run out of time. Uh, let's see. Let me get that off of here. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll send, we'll send an email tomorrow, you guys. We'll send an email tomorrow. All right. Flip. So you guys had a, a, a lot of good response. A lot of good response to wholesaling flippers. Our flippers, what do you guys need? Flippers, some of you guys said you want to flip properties. Unlike wholesalers, what do you guys need? What, are the, what do our flippers need? If you're flipping a property, what are some of the things that you guys need? You're flipping properties, what do you guys need? What do the flippers need? What do you guys, what should you focus on? I mean, I can think of, um, I can think of a lot of different things. But what do, what do the flippers need? What do our flippers need? If you're flipping a property, what do you need? Uh, more deals. Sharvita's saying more deals. Allison's saying contractors. Good. So you guys mainly are saying contractors, financing, cash reserves, hard money. Yeah, so we help you guys with all this in our in our platinum coaching program. We help you guys with all this. You guys also you need um contracts. You need independent contractor agreements. I don't want you guys flipping properties unless you get your contractors to sign an independent contractor agreement. Also, you want to get um their license not only do you want to get a copy of their license, you want to verify that they're licensed. Um, one, one of our um, investors um, asked for the license of the contractor. He gave her a license, and it, but it was three years old. It wasn't even current. And so you've got, you've got to get their license and make sure that, um, that they're currently licensed. Um, look at Charvita. Charvita says she just won another auction. Um, she won another auction, but I want to pay wholesalers. 
And so she's finding properties at the auction, but she has no problems um, finding wholesalers, paying wholesalers. Good, good. I love paying wholesalers too. I want all of us to win. And so, yes, we need, we do need contractors. We need, we need deals. Um, you guys have to know what the, you, you've got to know the game just as much as your contractors do because they'll take shortcuts and then it's all on you when you get a stop work order. So you've got to know, you've got to be there. Um, I've got two properties that I'm wrapping up, one in DC and one in Suitland. We're wrapping up hopefully this week. And so I made it a point every day, I'm going to be at the project every day. Every day I'm at the project because I want to wrap both these projects up this week. I'm there every day. I'm actually I'm going back to Baltimore tomorrow, so I'm spending my mornings, you know, at, you know, at my properties all week long because those two in Baltimore, I want to wrap those up this week too. And so you guys have to time block. I never ever want you to say that I don't have enough time. You do have enough time. You just number one, you've got to be focused. You've got to be organized. And then you've got to block out time to get it all in. You've got to block out time to get it all in. All right. Really quickly, we're starting to run out of time. Um, lead generation, most important thing that we can do. Um, how are you guys finding deals? How do you want to find deals? How do you suggest finding deals? How are you going to brand yourself to find deals? Um, put that in the chat. Put that in the comment section. So I can read it. Um, and so Jason, I um, I probably I was at Suitland property today. I'm going to Baltimore and DC tomorrow. So I won't be at the Suitland property tomorrow, but probably on Thursday. Um, how are we finding deals, you guys? How are we finding deals? How are you guys finding your deals? What? How do you suggest finding deals? Um, I, I tax sales. So Jane is Jane is suggesting tax sales. Is there a resource document, Jane? Um, I I don't have one. Um, I do work with a gentleman. I'll maybe I'll try to get him on on the call next week. Um, he um he speaks at a lot of our our live events. He's an attorney, so I'll try to get him out um, next next week. But um. There's, there's great resources online and it's, it's tax sale season. And so that that's good. All right. So Iris is saying driving for dollars. Um, here's the thing about driving for dollars, you guys. Here's the thing about driving for dollars. Um, the goal is not to go driving for dollars and write down addresses. That's not the goal. The goal is to get the addresses and then do something with them. Um, skip trace, call them, use prop stream, use um, deal, deal machine to actually call and make appointments. You guys have to take it the next step. I've, I've had some coaching students that brag that they went out and they wrote down 30 different addresses. I said, okay, that's good, but how many have you called? Well, I haven't called any yet. The following week, how many have you called? Still haven't called any. That, that defeats the whole purpose, you guys. Um, that defeats the whole purpose. And so we've got to take it the ex extra mile, the extra step, even if you perceive that as being difficult, you've got to do it in, in order to win. We, we, we have a lot of investors that are winning driving for dollars, but it's every step they do. And they're not intimidated by calling. Just pick up the phone and call. Hey, I was I'm driving in your neighborhood. I'm, I'm a real estate investor. Um, this is my company. I work with investors and they're looking to buy in your area. I was just calling to see if you might be interested in looking at a cash offer on your property. Or I'm a cash buyer. I was driving your neighborhood. I buy properties in your neighborhood. I was calling to see if you're interested in a cash offer on your property. That's your script. Keep it real simple, real tight. Um, it's a numbers game. You've got to go through a bunch of them, but the goal is not getting the addresses. The goal is actually calling, getting the appointments and, um, and winning. That's the goal. And that's what you guys have to do. Uh, Michelle's creating value for others. 
Um, Andre doing the legwork, driving for dollars, bandit signs, door knocking. Um, Adrian um, giving business cards away. So that's a good point. A lot of you guys don't have business cards. You've got to get business cards. Um, Lynn, referrals, um, word of mouth, referrals work. Brand yourself, networking, referrals. Uh, most of the business that I get are referrals now. And so referrals, you still have to do a whole lot of work to get referrals. You've got to brand yourself. You've got to let everybody know that this is what you do. Um, I helped someone today with postcards. Um, I told her she wants to flip properties. I don't think Joy is on here, but she wants to flip properties. And I said, one thing that you can do is pick a targeted area, a zip code, and use, you could use PropStream, you could use uh, yellowletters.com, um, you could use Postcard Mania. Um, there's a lot of places that you can send out postcards where they'll give you the list uh, and do the mailings for you. Um, so you can use all, all, all of those companies um, to do postcards. And so one of our investors, they're doing postcards. They got an appointment. I went with them and they won. And they're um, going to flip that property. And so that's what you guys can do as well. So let, let's, let's do that. All right. So um, last question. We talked a lot about automation, you guys, technology. What, what are you guys using? What are you guys using for automation? What are you guys using for automation, technology to help? You guys have already mentioned some, but you've got to utilize and can't be afraid of automation. What's the automation that you guys are using to help run your business more efficiently? What's some of the automation? Put it in the comments section. What's some of the automation that you guys are using to help run your business? What, or what's the automation that, that you guys are using, the technology? What are you guys using to help um, 10 times your business, to make your business more efficiently? Oh, Lynn, you're using PropStream, good. Um, so Karen is saying, I, I've always, I always miss that, Karen, um, Vistaprint. So Vistaprint, I was trying to always try to remember that name and always forget. So Vistaprint sends out postcards. So Lynn is using PropStream and some calling tools and, and Podia. Good. Mike Posey is using Deal Machine. Deal Machine is wonderful. Um, Google Deal Machine. Um, Eric Mojo Dialer. Good. He's using a dialer, automated dialer. Um, Fiverr. Jason's using Fiverr. GoDaddy. Um, what else? Lorraine is using PropStream, um, prop Deal Machine. You guys are using Deal Machine. Okay, good. So you've got to embrace the um, technology. You guys give me a, a quick call tomorrow or a um, text if there's some automation that you're not clear, especially the newbies. Uh, let me help you with that. Eric is saying he just uses his cell phone. But, but realistically, you know, your cell phone, this is this is a computer. And there's lots of, you can put apps on here. Deal Machine is an app that you can put right here. And so I'm like Eric. I use my phone for everything, but there's, you know, I've got apps and different types of automation that's right here. Eric uses uh, Podio, Tori, uh, Mojo, and PropStream. Keep using those things, you guys. Keep using those things. All right. Let's let's do all right. Here's our contest. Here's our contest. You guys write this down. Get a pen. Get a paper. I'm giving a hundred dollars. I owe Eric a hundred dollars. Eric, I owe you a hundred dollars. All right, write this down. Here's the scenario. Here's a, here's and it's easy. First one to get it right wins a hundred dollars. All right, so we we have. Um, an after repair value. We have an after repair value. Write this down. After repair value is four hundred thousand. After repair value is four hundred thousand. I want you guys to give me 
the wholesale fee. So you guys are wholesalers. I want you to give me the wholesale fee that you'll make and give me the profit, give me the profit that the cash buyer will make on this deal. ARV is 400. You guys know the formula for cash buyers. You know the formula for, um, for the wholesaler. You know how I calculate the repair cost if, if um, I don't know, if I haven't seen the property, how do I calculate repair costs? So give me the wholesale fee. Give me two numbers. I, I want to see two numbers. The first number I want to see is the wholesale fee. And the second number I want to see is the profit. First number, wholesale fee. Second number, profit. Go ahead and put it in there. Go ahead and put it in there. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Come on. Let me see. Let, let me see. I, let's see. We've got Kevin and Tamika. I don't know if that's right or not. Ooh, Eric thinks it's right. Eric thinks it's right. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? Give me the wholesale fee and the profit. Give me the wholesale fee um, and the profit. Anybody else? Wholesale fee and the profit. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Okay. Crystal says 20000 and wholesale fee is 20 Profit is 120 Okay. Hmm. I see you, Crystal. I see you, Crystal Gomes. All right, you guys. So I'm looking at the board, and looks like we have a winner. And could it be Crystal? Could it be Eric? Could it be Kevin and Tamika? Jason is saying $10,000 wholesale fee, $180,000. Okay. All right. So here's the answer. The answer is, and I'm going to show you how to get there. The answer is $20,000 wholesale fee and $80,000 profit, which means Kevin and Tamika Elliott, you guys win $100. You guys are the first ones in the clubhouse. So Kevin and Tamika won tonight. I don't know where DeMille is. DeMille, did you check it out? Um, Kevin and Tamika, you guys won. Eric, you were second, Eric. Eric, you were on your numbers. So here, here's how we're doing this, you guys. We've got $400,000 after repair value. So as a wholesaler, we're gonna we're going to off we're gonna our formula is sixty five percent of the four hundred thousand, which is two hundred and sixty thousand, minus eighty thousand dollars in repair costs. If you don't know the repair costs, if you don't have a contractor, handyman, coach, mentor, cash buyer with you, we're gonna take twenty percent of the after repair value, and we're going to plug that number into the repair cost. So in this case study, in this scenario, um, repair cost is eighty thousand. So so four hundred thousand times sixty five percent is two hundred sixty thousand minus eighty thousand gives us one hundred eighty thousand. So the so the wholesaler is going to offer the motivated seller one hundred eighty thousand. Some of you guys need to write this down. And so you're going to offer the motivated seller $180,000. you are going to put them under contract for $180,000, and then you're going to approach a cash buyer. But you're going to do the formula for the cash buyer so that you know what to offer them so that you make a profit. So you're going to take 70% of the $400,000, which is $280,000, minus the $80,000 in repair costs is going to give you $200,000. Your profit as the as the wholesaler is the difference. So the difference between the two hundred thousand that the cash buyer is going to buy it for and one hundred eighty thousand dollars that the wholesaler put it under contract for is twenty thousand dollars. So you're going to make twenty thousand dollar 
wholesale fee. So the wholesale fee is $20,000. Profit should be somewhere around, depending on how you finance it, depending if there's any um, change orders, um, but the profit should be somewhere around 20% of the app repair value, which is 20% of the 400,000, which is $80,000. And so in this scenario, profit should be about $80,000. So Tamika and Kevin, who are new to the Platinum program, they were in Baltimore Saturday. You guys won. Contact me tomorrow. Send me a text message tonight. Uh, let me know if you how you want. I can cash app. You can come by the office, however you want it. You guys um, just made yourselves $100. But more importantly, you guys, more importantly, you got to know the math. And so that's why the last three weeks I've gone over this and I've given prizes because you're going to lose on deals. You're going to lose money because you're going to buy the properties too high. Number one reason that um, investors fail is because they buy the properties wrong. They don't know the math. You guys got to get the math down pat. You got to get it down pat. Um, you just got to get it down pat. Eric knows the math real good. Um, Kevin and Tamika know the math real good, the meal. And so you guys got to get the math and you've got to practice. You got to practice this, these scenarios um, and you've got to get it right. You've got to get it right. Um, because I want you guys to make money, but at the same time, I don't want you guys losing money. I don't want you losing money. We've got to make money. All right, you guys, last my, um, well, let me, let me answer a couple questions. Do you need to have an LLC uh, to be an investor? So the answer is no, you don't need an LLC um, to be an investor. I highly advise you to get an LLC. I highly advise you to get an LLC. Um, Kevin and Tamika, a lot of people are congratulating you guys. Uh, I don't think you guys can see it, but a lot of people are congratulating you guys. Um, you don't need an LLC, but I would prefer you to get an LLC. I would prefer you to buy these properties, even if you're wholesaling. Um, it's just protection. We get an LLC for two reasons. Number one, um, as, as an LLC limited liability um, uh, LLC limited liability company, you're tax you're still taxed as an individual, but you have the protections of a corporation, meaning the LLC is a, its own entity. So if the LLC gets sued, it's only thing that gets sued is what's in that LLC, which for most of you guys, nothing's in the LLC. You don't get sued as an individual, which means they can take your house, they can take all the money in your bank account, all your personal belongings. And so protect yourself, uh, get an LLC. Um, and so another question is how to use PropStream. Uh, I think maybe what we'll do on an upcoming call is um, a demo. I'll, I'll have Tori or somebody else do a demo on PropStream. I'll do a demo on prop stream. Uh, we'll have to find distress. Okay. Um, where do I find regulate? So the regulations for bandit signs, regulations for bandit signs is in most jurisdictions, you can put them up um, at, um, at dusk on Fridays and they need to be down um, at same time on Sunday, at, at night on Sundays. Um, so you could have them up during the weekends, but not during the week um, in most jurisdictions. You can Google that as well, but that's what it is. All right, last question, you guys. Put in the comment section, what are you guys going to do in the next seven days that's going to help you get to those goals that you guys put um, in the comment section? Put it in the comment section. What are the baby steps? What are you guys going to do tomorrow? What are you guys going to do on Thursday, Friday? What are the little baby steps that you're going to do to make your financial life better? Um, Eric is saying bandit signs. Okay, good. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. 
Are we talking about banded signs? Okay. Um, the only place that's taken mine down in PG is oh, Bowie. So he's saying Bowie's taking his banded signs down. Um, yeah, just just be careful with that. Where you, where are you putting your banded signs at? So Lauren is asking, at what point? Um, let me let me put her question up here. At, at at one point, do I get the LLC? And is when I do my first cash invest. Yes. Yeah, so so Lauren, you you can wait until you do your first deal to um to to get your LLC. I think that's a good idea. You don't have to run out and get an LLC now, but when your first deal is imminent, go ahead and get your LLC. Um, you can generally get your LLC online within 24 to 48 hours. Um, I'm assuming that you can still go up to, if it's in Maryland, up to Baltimore, uh, to West Preston Street, if it's urgent. And within 30 minutes, you can walk out with your LLC. All right, next couple of days, changing our lives, taking a, a good step forward. Dana's gonna do some mailers. Mike Posey's gonna go driving for dollars and search the inter internet for sites. Um, Clinton, stay focused. Um, that's good, Clinton. Stay, stay focused on lead generation and cold calling. Eric um, put up his bandit signs all, all around and pre-foreclosures as well. Very good. Tamika um, and Kevin, establish a website through OnCarrot and get Deal Machine account. Very good. Very good. Um, let's see. Who else? Um, Iris, Iris is going to put up some uh, bandit signs. All right. What are you guys doing? Like, you've got to do something. We spend an hour here um, every Tuesday, and most of you guys are on these calls. And I know a lot of you guys are taking action because um, you're being rewarded for it. But we've got to take action like every day. You've got, and then you got to block out time to take that action. And so I want you to be action oriented. That's how you're going to get results, and that's how a lot of you guys have gotten results because you've taken action. You're following deals on the auction sites. And so um, Allison is following deals. Eric Williams is following deals. Um, you guys got to follow those deals. And then you've got to do other things um, like postcards, like Jason is saying, postcards. Adabisi, BC, signing up for PropStream. Good. Take action. Make your life better. Don't sit idly by and, and do nothing. Don't be one that's consumed with information, but never takes action. Like sometimes we're so consumed with learning and taking in information, information, information. We've got information overload and we're not taking action. You've got to take action. So Crystal, yeah, I mean, that's Baltimore County. If you, if you, um, let me put, um, so Qu Crystal's question is, anyone interested in a house in Gwen Oak or Catonsville? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I flipped a couple properties in Gwen Oak. Um, I, I was just in um, that area, I think it was this, was it this weekend or the weekend before in Owens Mills? And so that's where this area is, not far from Owens Mills. And so we're, we're very familiar with that area. Um, so yeah, Crystal, if you've got a deal, let me know. Uh, I'll be in Baltimore tomorrow, so I won't be that far. I'll kind of be on the other side, but I won't be that far from, um, from that area, so let me know. Um, Lauren, uh, do fiber, uh, do fiber oh, for logo, yeah, yeah. I've gotten logos done with fiber. Yep, analysis paralysis. That's right, out of BC. All right, you guys, let's wrap it up. Um, let's take action. We hit a little bit of everything tonight. Um, you guys were willing participants. Good, good for taking action. Let's let's congratulate Kevin and Tamika. Um, I think they were waiting all week for this. They were waiting. They had they had their pen in there and and, and paper. They were ready. They had that calculator out. They were ready. They said we're gonna win. 
if we don't do anything else, we're going to win us $100. So they, they won. So I'm, I'm happy for them. But look, you guys, we're all winners. Let's take action. It's got to be action-oriented. Um, again, not too much information. Let's go for it. Let's live out our dreams. Let's keep a good attitude, keep really good energy around us, positive thinking, positive thinking people. Uh, too bad, Demille. Too bad. <laughs> Uh, Demille wanted that hundred dollars. Better luck next time, Demille. Uh, you got to be a little faster. And so let's go for it, you guys. Let's let's like the power of positive thinking. Let's think positive, and you guys can have whatever you want in life. Um, nothing comes easy. Uh, you'll stumble. You'll stumble and fall, but we'll get right back up. We'll get right back and go for it. All right, you guys. Um, good questions. Good feedback. Good energy. Um, Let's make this week a great week. Talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, I'll have um, a guest speaker next week that will help me next week. If you guys have any questions, um, didn't get a lot of questions this time. And so um, if you guys have some questions, um, let me know. Yeah, so so Donnell, definitely call me. Go to GB, gbschedule.com. Donnell, go to gbschedule.com tonight, gbschedule.com, and schedule an appointment to meet with me, Donnell. Yeah, go. To, you can go right online right now. All right, you guys, take care. Um, God bless, and I will talk to you soon. Good night.